Okay, so welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. We're starting uh, with a band called The No Reap from Columbus, Ohio, and this is um, pretty amazing stuff. Such a great tone. That was a song called Stretching. So, Pete, you've picked this one, and I was like pretty blown away by the whole kind of aesthetic of this one. I think um, it certainly uh, sort of winds its way into your consciousness, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It, what amazes me is the solo outfit. Um, all you know, all done by this this one person, and you know we've talked at length about how kind of you know solo projects have you know multiplied and and have been an outlet during COVID. But I think it's worth reiterating the, the point that we've we've chosen them like on merit, not out of novelty. You know, which maybe one you know at one time in the history, kind of was almost a novelty to see a one man band, but you know, outside of black metal, anyway. Um, you know, and you listen to this. It, it, it sounds as bold or as full as a, you know, as a, you know, full-membered band um, to the point where you can't really tell. And then it, you look at this, you know, look at No Reap and you click on the links and it, it's got this kind of backstory where there's this guy who creates new music, I think at least monthly. And each time, by the look of it, but by the little I've kind of been able to get into it so far, uh, each time it's under a different name. Right, okay. And, yeah, and and then he posts them to his blog, and there's, there's a line in there. He says he kind of he does it because he loves doing it, and he doesn't actually care if anyone listens. And I think that's amazing, you know. Um, I mean, it's my first time I've come across him. Mm. You know, potentially it's the first time he's delved into kind of you know sludge and doom like this is, and therefore it's you know that's why I'm, I'm kind of I'm only coming across it now because there's 190 plus releases. He says, um, uh, you know, crossing <laughs> on musical styles. So yeah, brilliant, you know, and I love that. And then, you know, like I say, I'm not choosing it because it's interesting. I'm choosing it because it's brilliant. It's a really good, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a glorious racket of an album. And I know this song's, you know, I really love this song. It's kind of like industrial flecked doom, you know, a bit like Author and Punisher maybe. You know, the vocals completely marred by the f- feedback and everything. And it's yeah. got this kind of, but while like this song really grabbed me, it's got this kind of intruder sense of uplift. You know, it, which feels unnatural in this, you know, in that music, but it works and it kind of counters the, the sheer bleakness of the instruments. Yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, what an achievement. I mean, if he's putting out this much music and it's this good, um, you can sort of track down all his releases. Um, we're going to put the Blogspot um, sort of link up just to see um, if, if anyone wants to delve into, what was it, 190 releases? That's crazy. Um but yeah, I mean, to, to sort of turn your hand to this sort of thing and do it really well is, is no mean feat. So amazing. So yeah, if you want to hear uh, The No Reap, it's thenoreap.bandcamp.com. And uh, that's just a self-titled uh, EP you put there. So 10 songs. Amazing. Um, so as ever, it's the Nine Hertz podcast. And we're here to talk about uh, nine amazing tracks that we found via the Underground or submissions this week. Um, next up is a new release from uh, Slomatics. We're actually going to play the other side of the split that they're putting out on uh, Majestic Mountain Records. Um, uh, this band co- called Domcraft from uh, Stockholm. And yeah, this is just, I don't know, like I, I immediately wanted to sort of compare this to Baroness and bands like that, but I think that's doing it a disservice. It's that good on its own. Um, and yeah, Slomatics know... Um, they've got an amazing ability to sort of pick quality partners to sort of do things with, and this is no exception. Um, did you get a chance to listen to this one, Pete? Yeah, yeah. You know, we're 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 somatics obsessives. You know, we've said it so many times on this podcast, and anybody who knows us will kind of attest to that. 
so it's, it's probably a good thing kind of it's the dumb craft side that's been pre-released because you know give the other side of a somatic split a chance for once but, yeah <laughs> you know i, I read they, they met the, the two bands met in um a festival in las vegas which is incredible you know this a northern yeah. irish band and a swedish band coming together for a split based on based on that um you know i've, I've never had any kind of any desire to go to Las Vegas, although then recently in the last few years they've had those mega festivals, haven't they? You know that. And this one was Psycho Las Vegas. The lineups are incredible. However, yeah. um, you know I, I I do know Domcraft from before. You know they are an excellent. They're an established band. You know that I'm sure to come across this even without the somatics linking. Mm. And it just sounds like them at the best. You know from it, it's incredible straight away. It's, you know, the whole thing just promises a really special split, you know, especially, you know, adding that artwork, which is stunning as well. You know, this is brilliant. It's stunning. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, um, we're going to play the, the the track that they've sort of uh, pre-released, as we say. It's called And Yet It Moves. Um, and the split is actually called Ascend, Descend. Um, looks like it's coming out on sort of um, three different colours of vinyl. Uh, as well as compact discs so yeah if you want to um check out this you can go to domcraft.bandcamp.com or you can go to majesticmountainrecords.bandcamp.com uh so sort of check out some of their other releases so we think to this this is domcraft <laughs> Yeah. 
Okay, so that was the excellent Domcraft there. We're going to uh, a band called Mist Tower next from um, the Ukraine, actually. And uh, yeah, this is just really cool stuff, really laid back stoner vibes from this, but it's got a bit of a psychedelic bent to it. Pete, you found this one. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad you did because it's um, certainly unique. It just seems to be a single at the moment. Yeah, I think it's ahead of, I guess it's ahead of a full album. I yes. heard their, their last album, which I think was last year, maybe the year before. Definitely kind of in lockdown times and, you know, enjoyed that. And just kind of got this track, you know. It's, it's, we, we've played quite a bit of uh, Ukrainian um, bands recently. A lot of kind of Ukrainian psych and stoner and doom. I mean, you know, where, where, where the world is with Ukraine at the moment and everything is, is, you know, like horrific news looking at there. And, but, you know... Th- there we are. Like I say, we we've got that robust fellow split. You know the tape series they did. Yeah, Smiley Yacht Club, who are from the Ukraine, they've got a, a new album coming out. So you know, so much good music coming out. You know, it's known for its kind of extreme metal, its black metal, but you know, the stoners coming out there is, is amazing. The Mist Tower kind of show that. You know, it is pretty. You know, it's it's pretty straight up stoner rock. But you know, it, it got me when I was in the right mood. I was, you know, it's it's super chilled. It's got that kind of electric fuzz feel it just pervades you know hazy riffs really strong vocals you know that it just feels like a complete package of really good stoner rap definitely yeah i got that straight away i was like this is the right tone and the right kind of level of psychedelia as well to sort of be listenable and like you say just chilled out and and quite sort of um charming in a way like i think it's really it sort of draws you in, which is always a good one with, with Stoner Rock. So, yeah, I love this. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear this, um, you can go to misttower.bandcamp.com. Presume this is off an album coming out, but this is called Fever Touch.
Okay, so that was the band Miss Tower from the Ukraine. Fantastic stuff there. Um, we're going straight to an amazing release that came out last week. It sort of came out very sort of quickly. I think lots of people talk about it, including uh, Astral Noise. Um, Necros Feratal, uh, or Necros Feratal, um, have released an album called Ancient Bloodlines Mean Nothing. And it's kind of, <laughs> the, the description alone made me absolutely howl. Um, but it's um, from the um, sort of guy who brought you Aeons and Monuments, and it's, really really interesting stuff so that was kind of like droney kind of um dark kind of black metal this is um really strange it's it's kind of um painted as as being raw black metal and something called necrosurf and vampiric black metal at the same time and the description just yeah it made me absolutely hell when i first saw it because it was just absolutely ridiculous the best bit of it i think is um the setting fire to um to powdered wigs of monarchs and it's like wow <laughs> okay this is your intent and this is this is how it's delivered and what a strange delivery but how intriguing is this because i think you wanted to pick this on as well um, did, yeah just amazing yeah i mean I, i'd listed briefly and i i, I kind of dismissed it as your kind of typical one man second wave black metal fair but i i think I, I did go back to it i think i think maybe i just sort of glanced over some of that description and, and i had that kind of weird compulsion to go back and and that time I, I i completely got it and i was about to pick it when i saw you'd already bought it so i knew you were mm. it. you know it is it's in the descriptions it's, it's brilliant like necro surf that kind of what the hell does that mean <laughs> you know it throws up so many kind of intriguing thoughts you know and and then that kind of it says black metal with 60s psych and 80s speed metal, which yeah. you know, and you just think, how can that not be? How can that not be appealing? I nearly said, like, how can that not be good? 
I suppose yeah. <laughs> could not be good in many, many ways. And actually, it's testament that it, it does, it works. It, and it's done, it's done so well and sounds so different. And what, what kind of dawned on me, Lister, particularly like ahead of this podcast, like the second time around, was what, you know, it's often exuberant and, and out there, and it, but it's not wacky. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know it, it's understated at times as well. This track, I thought, was, was especially so in that way. Um, so it's got all the fun, but it, it's not like a jokey release. It's, 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 it's serious and it's done really well. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have gone into kind of bloody keep territory, you know, that kind of, yeah. I mean, that's awesome, but like it, it, it's got like a knowing tongue in cheek. But this is like, if you if you didn't acknowledge the fact that there's, you know, 50s and 60s psych or pop even in here, like buried, um, it, it's, you can take this one very seriously, can't you? But it's um, mm. it's still got that unbelievable take <laughs> going on and, it, and it's all one person again so yeah this is really really intriguing if nothing else um and i think that sort of says a lot so yeah i, I think it's best if you kind of just put the whole thing on and try and absorb it but uh, yeah we're gonna play a song called bats of the chilleries you can get this at necrosferottle.bandcamp.com
Okay, so that was the band Necros Feratal. Absolutely brilliant stuff. They're really, really sort of uh, strange. And um, talking of strange, um, this next band, Black Claw, uh, it's another one-man project. Um, we've got that's a third, I think, this this, pro- this uh, podcast. But um, yeah, this is uh, sort of dressed as cosmic horror doom. I'd, I'd say that's accurate, but I'd say it's more kind of crawling, like um, a cultish kind of doom. It's it's very sort of um, you know the cover um, of this looks a bit like Tulu's coming at you from the other side of the universe or something. Um, the band Black Claw. And yeah, this is a brilliant little release. Uh, the Unabating Terror, just three tracks of of dread, basically. Um, I absolutely love this, Pete. Um, where did you find it? I'm not sure. I, I, well, I'm not sure the first time around. They kind of had a release out before and I listened to that. I wasn't impressed. I don't, I don't know how, you know, that came across from them, but obviously you, you then get kind of sent the link once you're sent to follow them. And, you know, well, I mean, it's, it says Cosmic Horror Doom, like you say, that's that's a perfect description to draw me in. And, you know, again, you know, incredible for a solo project. It's, you know, the whole thing is large instrumental, um, but this track does have guest vocals from from a member of the band Cult of a Cult. Yes. Who put out that brilliant, um, well, it's like a one track, 20, 20 odd minute, song called Ruin last year that we played on the podcast. Um, and, you know, like you're saying, Dread, I think that's, you know, that's that's perfect. You know, it's kind of, it uses the long form. This this track's like 12 minutes. Some of the tracks are longer. It uses that to build this kind of Dread atmosphere. And then throw in these guest vocals, as you know, the, the grim vocals here, and it just fits perfectly. You know, the whole thing, though, like every element, right down to kind of the, the space void noises in the back, you know, it, it, and then it just adds to the, you know, to the darkness and to the kind of that, you know, that weird astral theme of it. Um, you know, we've said it already in this podcast, but if, there's, if there was ever any doubt, like solo projects can, do, you know, could do magical things with Doom, you only have to listen to this. You know, then this is just, it's like it feels like a towering piece of work, which you can just, you know, be immersed within. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I got kind of the sort of spaced out um, vibes that, you know, Teeth of Lions, Rule of Divine kind of put out, you know, that Lee Dorian kind of thing years ago. But it's got, yeah, like it's got that kind of cosmic horror thing going on. It's, it's just, yeah, this, cr- like like I think we've already said, just dread and, and the, the space created within it. Um, it's not easily done this well. I think you can you can do incredibly crawling um doom quite easily but to make it sound this threatening and uh, and mysterious it is a real sort of um achievement i think so i'm all for this kind of thing so yeah if you want to listen to this the album's called the unabating terror which is perfect and you can get this at blackclawdoom.bandcamp.com we're going to play the track the crawling chaos
So that was the excellent Black Claw from Bristol there. Uh, we're going to play another band from the Ukraine now, actually. Uh, this band are from Lutsk, and uh, they're called Slow Pain. Um, found this on uh, the Bandcamp kind of new arrivals uh, page the other day, and this is just like unbelievably grimy sludge. Um, really enjoyed this, and the whole thing's just like this very unpleasant, basic kind of sound to it. And I think they just do it incredibly well. Uh, I don't know what you made of this one, Pete. Yeah, you know what was like. This is sludge. It's, you know we've we've got to keep up our sludge quota as well this year. You know we've been playing so much. I think That's it. It'd be um, remiss not to play one at least one per week. Anyway, um, and you know you sent this to me like a week ago. You know, like straight after we recorded the last one, and uh, you know I was like, I'm sure if I, uh, you know would I have found it? I don't know. Surely I would have, and, and yeah. it was going to end up on me, wasn't it? It sounds it sounds amazing, and. What I really like about it is that there's a, there's a weird contrast in there, which is it's almost kind of synthetic sound of the drums and the and, and just the general atmosphere of it against the rawness of the vocals, you know, the, the typical sludge vocals. So you've got this real kind of earthly, you know, human horrible sounds and then the kind of, you know, the synthesized sounds and put those together. They, they completely clash, but it, it comes together in this cohesive whole. It feels almost psychedelic in a weird yes. way. I suppose like a like a mushroom party that's gone like downhill. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah, I think you're right. That I think um, sometimes when you get traditionally Western um, kind of genres as well done on the other side of the world, they they inject something very strange into it. I think you get the same with kind of um, Southeastern Asia. Um, you know, taking on sludge and black metal and death metal, you get this kind of weird amalgam that you just don't get anywhere else. And, you know, I love hearing it through the prism of other cultures and other sort of musical approaches. So, yeah, I think this is a brilliant example of that. Um, so, yeah, they've got a cassette out if you want to sort of um, fork out seven US dollars. Um, but um, you can get this uh, digitally at slowerpain.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the opening track, Sashka the Carambol. Um, but I'd urge you to listen to the whole thing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, not sure that the song Master of Puppets is a cover, but um, yeah, you decide. Um, yeah, this is Slower Pain.
So that was slower pain from the Ukraine. Absolutely brilliant stuff there. Um, so we're going back to uh, a band called Amon Acid, who I think we played in uh, 2020. Um, I think, yeah, back in 2020. Um, and uh, yeah, they've got a new single out called Demon Rider. We're actually going to play the B-side to this called The Incredible Melting Man. Pete, this is just a lot of fun, isn't it? I mean, I think we, we sort of got this from uh, the last release, but... Um, it's completely psychedelic. It could have come straight out of like 1998, um, maybe like Sweden or something. Um, but yeah, it's it's just got this like rollicking kind of good time sort of vibe to it, hasn't it? Mm, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. You know, there's a lot going on in, I was going to say in the UK, but in the, even in the north of UK. I saw a, um, a gig lineup the other day at Boom in Leeds. And it was uh, Cyclona from Bradford, uh, Amon Acid, and Outerhead. And I think both of those two are from Leeds. And I thought, Jesus, you know, that's that's like a hell of a, you know, three-band lineup. You know, all from all from Yorkshire. Um, you know, unlike anything, you know, considering Stone Rock's kind of dying away. And, you know, obviously this has got, this is doom. It's it's psychedelic. It, you know, it, like you say, it's, it's kind of like late 90s. Um, Scandinavian site via the 1960s and 1970s as well. You know, I really like the, the that kind of paradigm shift release from what two years ago. It's a it's a lot more occult. Uh, it like it's like in the Electric Wizard type of doom way, um, but generally, you know, generally it's a, a continuation of what they did before. It's a, it's a pre-release, I think, single of of a, of a new album coming, which is you know really look forward to. Actually, this song in particular, I thought this was, I, I prefer this over the, the A side. It reminds me a bit of like something about like the Groundhogs or, or even like Gentleman's Pistol, another Leeds band, but you know, gone full cosmic, occult, fuzz, doom, back on, it's still on form. I was going to say back on form, they haven't gone away. But, you know, they, they've, everything they've put out has been amazing. And, and, and the new album's going to be brilliant, I'm sure of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if this is a, a sort of sign of things to come, then yeah, it's going to be amazing. It, it's really interesting to say like there might be some sort of a, a renaissance for for stoner rock in this country, which is crazy. You know, I thought it kind of mm-hmm. very much had its day like several times. So um, yeah, to sort of hear bands, you know, invoking this sound again is is great. But you know, good good kind of genres never really die. So there you go. Uh, it looks like they're just a two piece as well, which I I, I can't believe. Um, yeah, they're creating this racket. So it's great stuff. Um, so if you want to go uh, to aimandacid.bandcamp.com, like we say, we're going to play the B-side of this. This is The Incredible Melting Man.
So that was the excellent Amen Acid there. Um, we're going over to Winnipeg, Manitoba here for um, a, a band um, called the Blasphonauts, who seemed to be around um, in the 90s and um, the excellent Eye and Ear Control, uh, a label uh, from over there, um, has uh, reissued um, what was a 10-inch uh, back in the day. It's like long sold out, long gone, really. And it's this really strange mix of kind of grindcore in the sort of vein of like pick destroy and agrophobic nosebleed. I think there's a drum machine involved here at some point. Um, there's tracks featuring Venetian snares, which is amazing, um, and sore throat. And um, yeah, this is just amazing. I, I thought it was a really interesting release. It sounds like um, the sort of messed up um, kind of grindcore seven inches you used to get um, back in the day where you know, it'd just be two random bands slapped together. And this would be like one of the sides and the other side would be, I don't know, your cops say, or um, unholy grave or something. It's, it's very much of that kind of era, fast, like offensive, lots of samples, lots of weird song titles. Um, all of this is over within like, I don't know, like 10 minutes. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, what did you make of it, Peaks? It is really, it sort of goes before you've even sort of registered it really, doesn't it? it, it yeah. For some reason, I, th- I never do this, but I didn't kind of read much about this band. Until I was just listening to it, and I, was, you know, I kind of, I, I knew it. You know, I got it straight away. And I, it was only when you, you know, you just said that this is from the nineties. Like, that makes complete sense. It, you know, this, like you say, it kind of takes you back to releases back then. There's, you know, as well as kind of, you know, I, I obvious agrophobic nosebleed. Um, you know, thoughts there. Add in kind of even, you know, like with that with the drum machine with the um, almost like an industrial level kind of hammering of it. Um, I think it said that there was a point, something I've just seen where it says like it was on a techno GABA label. That makes yeah. sense as well. You know? <laughs> Even though grindcore within that setting doesn't really make sense, but you know what I mean. It's, 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 it's all that I remember releases like that, you know, 10 second songs. You know, it's like a, this whole thing feels like you've been sandblasted. You know, right. all being like um, sprayed with a paint gun, and you're like caught in its radius, and it's just kind of completely overwhelming, and just your your senses is just flooded. Um, I, I I got that feeling of just you know as soon as I put it on, I kind of sat up straight, and I felt more alert just by just by <laughs> I was going to say listening, but it was just kind of hearing it, it was just kind of hitting me straight away. Um, and you know, it did you know it, it did take me back. It's kind of a nice reminder that and the uh, the cover, which reminds me of like cursed cover. Yeah, um, definitely. It, it just it, like it's a proper nineties feel to the whole thing. Yeah, I think like around the turn of the millennium, there was a lot of this kind of crossover between like Gabba and extreme dance music with metal. You know, DJ yeah. Speed Ranch. I don't know if you remember that. It was kind of like a so, yeah, so live. It, it, it burnt my ears off. Yeah, yeah, just horrible kind of sample laden kind of blasts of you know percussion and noise basically um there were a lot of that like, uh, there was a hydrohead compilation called um my robotic boot i think it was called or have you seen my robotic boot and it was all kind of in this impenetrable digital noise and um yeah. crossed with grindcore and i think you know this is kind of of that ilk um yeah. so yeah they did, did a lot as well didn't they around that yeah time. berserker you know that's a good example yes. you know combining yeah. electronic and you know incredibly fast percussion with with yeah death metal and, and grind and stuff so yeah it's, it's all kind of similar it's, it's that kind of sound and this uh, seems like a bit of a you know a, a bit of a, 
a dig around in crates and, and like, let's reissue this sort of thing. Um, but I'm really glad they have. It's really interesting. So yeah, it's a self-titled um, sort of piece called uh, The Blasphonaut. And uh, we're going to play the song Inverted Crucifix. You can get this at eyeandearcontrol.bandcamp.com. Why don't you go play with your friends? They're all dead. So that was the Blasphenor. If you're still with us, we're going to finish with something even weirder, if you can believe it. So um, this is a band called Urushiol from uh, Mahopak, New York. And um, yeah, that, that's probably the wrong way to say Mahopak, but I don't care. Um, the cover of this kind of sums up what's what's on the inside. It's just this disgusting mess. Um, I can't quite work. It's probably fungus on the front um, or an old pizza or something. Um, but yeah, this this is just like, it's it's a it's a complete mess, but it's a glorious mess, isn't it? It is, yeah. I actually thought it looked like like a, you know a week older uh, macaroni cheese that I'd make. Yes, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's something it, it, you can tell it's going to be something horrible. It, <laughs> I came across this by I, I, I didn't kind of find this uh, except that Bandcamp has suddenly started sending emails trying to like tailored around your tastes and trying to kind of find things you might not have done. Um, and I realized when I kind of started playing this that I must be completely predictable, um, you know, like as readable as like a child's book. Because this, you know, because not only this, but pretty much everything on there kind of nailed it almost every one of them. It's just amazing. Um, and this one, especially, you know, it, it's just, you know, it's really grateful to it. It's, it's I was going to say it's uh, death metal, it's not death metal, it's uh, death and black and extreme metal should sound. In my opinion, it's, you know, done in as weird a way as possible at all times. You know, it contains all the aspects I like about kind of when it's pushed out there. It's it's cosmic, it's swampy, it's fucked up in terms of its, you know, time signatures and everything. It's, it's completely unpredictable. You know, you can reference all the bands who, who, who kind of who do this, you know, who experiment in the extreme by pushing it out even further. You know, you know, right, we've got the most extreme music in the world. We're going to just push it into weirder and odder places and make it, you know, like really push it. You know, bands like Superion and, and like Demelik and Portal, all these, but, you know, that's, it's of that realm. And, you know, naturally, I loved it because of that. I think this is even more wild than that, though, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, got yeah. like a, yeah. you know, wild experimentation, wild kind of, there's a lot of tapping and, and, and kind of really strange um, like riff choices in here as well, but it all flows very well. I listened to the whole thing at once and I was like, okay, I, I think I feel like I've put my head in like a concrete mixer or something, or, you know, I've definitely come out a changed person basically. Um, but I think people are loving this one. It seems like it's selling really well as well. I mean, it's, it's really sort of um like it's an earbender, I think this one is. It's really sort of like it's one you've got to kind of put on and and not judge straight away. You've got to kind of like tap into the frequencies that they're kind of throwing out, basically. 
which is always an interesting listen. Uh, I always think that's uh, a really good way to kind of consume uh, difficult music, just give it a, a real good, deep listen. Um, so, yeah, the album's called Pools of Green Fire. We're going to play the title track, and you can get this at urshiol.bandcamp.com. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.